Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to Two Chunks in a Hunk, a movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps. Hello and welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders and this week I am your chunk. I'm Doge and... It's a chunk thing. I could be like my own son. (laughs) And I'm Carter. Age is just a hunk, baby. (laughs) What are you like, 40 now? Oh my gosh. Jeez. I could taste it as you said it. (laughs) Hey, you said hunk. Yeah. Tell me why. Uh, I'm the hunk because amidst all of the quantitative analysis of my current degree and all the boring writing that I have to do, I try and have hobbies of writing creatively. So yeah. I still say, stay in that groove. Um, but I've kind of started writing a story, like writing a fiction book. Um, I won't give too many details, but I feel good about it. I feel better about it now because we also talked about it with the three of us. That's true. Um, yeah. I was really encouraged by that. And so we did. And I think I want to say that I think it's really, really bold of you to step out and write Twilight fan fiction like this. I think yeah, that it's is very cool. Yeah. The point was not to it's very cool. talk about it. I don't want anyone else to steal Because like I've always... No, well, I've, I think it's just really cool. Like, I think that Jacob as a character does need to be fleshed out more. I and think I've always wondered, more, like, what, I think, what I would think happen... So. Jacob as a character has enough flesh. What would happen Thank if you. Jacob met, like, Wreck-It Ralph? And so I love that you're taking it yeah. that direction. Well, don't... To- I wish you wouldn't totally very give it away. No, 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 no. I'm not going to yeah, give no, it no. away. I just think, uh, you know, your your scene in particular where Dom Toretto and Jacob Please go stop. head-to-head Please in a stop. chess match was... Brilliant. Unbelievable. Truly. Checkmate. I got your vision. Bella, Bella, could you help me with chess? Oh, Bella? goodness. Bella, if I beat you in chess, you'll never see Bella again. Bella. <laughs> Twilight. You know, I think what Twilight needs is a little bit of Vin Diesel. I think that that would just take it straight over the dude, edge. Vin Diesel as Jacob. Vin Diesel as I don't as care Edward. how old he is. Let's do it, dude. Vin Diesel as both Edward and Jacob. Just one he's wearing. Two ring. roles. Come on now. This is the skin of a killer. <laughs> You're my only reason for staying alive. <laughs> We've changed the the name of the whole series to All That Gwiddles. It's just no, it's just Twilight. Twilight. All That Gwiddles. Twilight. All That Gwiddles. Oh man. I'm a vampire like Dwakwa. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. We put him into a perfect world for his accent. <laughs> really? There's a lot of L's and R's, Bella. 
a werewolf. A werewolf. <laughs> My eyes are gold because I'm a vegetarian. I live in folks. <laughs> I can't be here. I'm going to run away to Italy. <laughs> Devotoe. Devotoe. In Italy. Well, we could do this for the rest of the hour or we could talk about the movie. I'd rather do this for the rest right? of the hour. I think I would too. Uh, <laughs> Just based upon the existence of this movie, I think I'd rather do this. Yeah. It's kind of a bad time, yeah? What movie are we talking about, guys? We're talking about the movie that everybody knows. It's called Twilight. Twilight. New, New Moon. Moon. Can you hear how excited we are to talk about this? I, I, actually, I'm very excited to I'm, talk about I'm this pretty movie. amped as well. I am too. I'm more excited to talk about this movie than I was watching it. I can say that right now. Yeah. Spoiler alert for my opinion. This is one of the first movies that I've watched for the podcast where I repeatedly just said no way. Out, <laughs> out loud. Dude. Very loudly. I've, I've, I really did… Sometimes I've, and, and it might have diluted me saying this now, but sometimes I've said things of like, this makes me feel uncomfortable. That makes me feel uncomfortable. But I, I really legitimately in my physical being yes. for some of the scenes in here was really ready for it to end. This is a real yeah. like like edge of your seat kind of flick and yeah. not in a nah, good way, but like I'm just so. on the edge of my seat waiting for it to be over. I was on the back of my seat in the fetal position. <laughs> Callie called me out yesterday. She was like, I feel like when you said that I like the Twilight movies that you were making fun of me. So in that spirit, I do want to say that she was the biggest advocate for this movie while I was trying to watch it. And every time I was like, you've got to be kidding me. She would come in and go, they're trying so hard. They're just really doing their <laughs> well, best here. They are trying, but… Are they? Well, I feel like that's bold to assume they're trying here. Um, and speaking of trying, Doge, what I would like you to do is try to in some way sum up this movie in a mm, synopsis style. Luckily, I don't have to do that. Uh Okay. I am IMDB user. <laughs> Their username is all lowercase, no spaces. I have no life. Period. Well, uh, has written a summary of this, um, <laughs> and, and I I think that I have no life. Period did a very good job. So I'm going to read. Oh my gosh, their writing. Okay, I have no life. Period says Bella Swan is still very much in love with vampire Edward Cullen. The rest of the vampire coven who call themselves the Cullens, especially Alice, decide to throw Bella a private party what for her 18th earth? birthday. Things go wrong when Bella slices her finger and thirst overcomes the vampires. Oh my gosh. As a result of the danger <laughs> Bella was put through, the Cullen family decide to leave Forks, Washington. At first, Bella exempts herself from all social activities until she realized she can coexist with childhood friend Jacob Black, which is a really weird way of saying she rebounds. Yeah, for real. As usual for Bella, things aren't what they seem. Nope. Something is happening to Jacob that he can't explain to Bella, and their friendship starts to deteriorate. But when someone from Bella's past comes back to haunt her, everything will change again. Oh my God. Genuinely don't know what this person is referring to with that last What movie did they watch? I have no idea. That is… Someone from Bella's past as in like six months ago? As in like Alice? I don't know. No, I think they mean… What's her name? Melissa? The redhead mean one? Oh, the one who's supposed to be a big deal but not really a big deal in this movie? No, she's the biggest deal. What are you talking about? Anyway, that's… I guess technically and legally a description of this movie. So I think we can get yeah, that'll pass. get rolling. Let's cliff dive on it. Yeah. Wow. How long, how long have you been prepping that? <laughs> Good one. That was a great You've one. You've been saving that 48 one? hours. <laughs> uh, I do happen to know from pre-recording conversation that Carter has something that he is itching to share with the group. I mean, I can. I'll do it right now. I'd love for you to. We get tons of, of 
probably Carter's favorite artist working today in this medium. And I'll tell you what, I think that somebody really underappreciated in this movie, I can't even get to that sentence without a <laughs> chuckle. I think somebody really underappreciated in this movie is Taylor Lautner. Um, I believe that the- It's pronounced Lautner. Lautner, the artistry that he brings, specifically in his uh, pronunciation of Bella's name as- mm. Bella. 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 And the hardness with which he, I'm going to say, annihilates the final consonant of every word that he pronounces in this movie. He just kind of quacks everything out, doesn't he? It's just, Bella, Bella. don't do this. I'm serious. It's this a, is a bad idea. It's a wolf thing. It's absolutely, I mean, gosh, I'm going to say astonishing. Yeah. So, Carter. Would you take us into yeah. the mind and inside the world of the world's greatest actor, let's see Taylor Loudon? Let's see how he got here. I've got a little biography for you guys. Um, his life, his first interest really was karate. Um, he <laughs> As to, was ours. You oh. need to know everything I'm about to read is real. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. He at Fabiano's Karate School. <laughs> Fabiano's. Who doesn't so, want to be taught karate by an Italian mafia family? Right? Hey, come on now. Now we do. Big kicks. <laughs> um, but anyways. Uh, make sure you say to after, after his hot start with Fabiano, he was invited to train Fabiano. with a seven-time world karate champion. You all know him. Let's say it together. Michael, Michael Chatterton Tablet. Tablet. <laughs> I'm not kidding. A.K.A. Mike Chat. Anyway. <laughs> Mikey Chat's on the beat. Here's the deal, though. I mean, we can't. Taylor was asked at the age of eight to represent his country Unfortunately, United States. <laughs> That's uh, my country too. In the 12 years this. in under division. Anyways, he did really well. Taylor continued to flourish in the martial arts circuit. He ranked number one in the world for NASCA's Black Belt Open Forums, Musical Weapons. Musical Weapons? Excuse what? everything? Musical Weapons? Traditional weapons and traditional forms. All I'm forms. seeing is Mulanda. Let's get down to be. What is a music? Like a boom time junior. <laughs> Right? Three-time junior world champion. Okay. Of what? Of uh, musical karate. Musical weapons. Um, anyways, my, guys, please, I need your attention here. Yeah, I'm here. This I'm is my favorite I'm part. In. However, here's where we take a turn. Oh, As most twist. famous actors do from martial arts to acting. Yeah, sure. sure, sure. However… In addition to his love for martial arts, Taylor quickly developed a love for acting at the age of seven years old when his who martial arts instructor, who was involved in show business, okay, he encouraged him to audition for a small appearance in a Burger King commercial. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so the reason we have Jacob the Wolf Boy yeah. and Shark Boy it's is chicken because fries. I have taken the advice of a martial arts instructor. Was it the was it his Italian grandfather? Maybe, guy? Perhaps it was. Hey, have you ever considered burgers? <laughs> burgers to act. So encouraged him to audition for a small appearance in a Burger King commercial. Here was my favorite part because the biography roasts Taylor unintentionally. <laughs> Although he was unsuccessful. <laughs> oh. So does that mean that this commercial young man never aired? Get a Burger King commercial, but he got a multi-million. Guys, he got percentages of the last three movies of everything that it made. Like 2% on some of those. 
Like all oh Twilight merch, anything that had to do with Twilight, this kid is a multi-millionaire. So Taylor Lautner owes everything that he is and has to the uh, store Hot Topic. Yes. Yeah. Although he was unsuccessful, he enjoyed the experience so much that he told his parents what he wanted to, that he wanted to pursue an acting career. So here's what happened. Parents loved him so much. Sure. They up and quit their jobs and moved from Michigan to California. California. So that Taylor could audition for acting roles on a regular basis. Taylor moved with his family to LA. I'd love to know how many tries that was. He was getting more and more small acting roles. He was was in uh, My Wife and Kids, Summerland, Bernie Mac Show. He found himself becoming successful in films as well. He found himself becoming successful. Is he successful? His films. Can we say his no. films might have been. He was in Cheaper by the Dozen too. He played sure. uh, Elliot Murdoch. Unless you didn't remember that. Sure. Who does? I, I watch that um, once a year. And then of course uh, he gets to portray Jacob Black. Of course. Um, where does Where does Shark Boy fit in? He calls it though. Uh, he said they said he branched out <laughs> in roles in films such as a star-studded romantic comedy, Valentine's Day. <laughs> do you remember when that movie came out? I do. Yeah. It tanked. And the action-packed thriller, Abduction. Which I've okay. I have myself. Said I want to talk about worst abduction ever. really quick. Abduction is a movie where nobody is abducted. Yeah, they're not abducted. No one is abducted in the whole movie. But it's called abduction, anyways. That's real. I'll give you the final sentence of the biography. I have skipped over. I'm telling you, 85 percent of this stuff. Holy moly! Because it's is just this like too much. is this like a crowdsourced thing, like a fan written thing? I think it's a fan written thing. I think he wrote it. It has quickly been established by this young man's diverse and gifted talent that we will continue to be his audience for many years to come. Wow, that's so true. When you really look at the heart of it, I can't I can't stay away from those Taylor Lautner movies. Taylor Lautner. My super dump is Taylor Lautner. <laughs> oh, wow. No, for this movie, I can do it here. If I can yeah, do it in go. any go. episode, it is this one. Yeah. Okay. Because There's so much of him. Somebody said, yes, and it's worse than what Hayden Christensen did. It's not even comparable. No way. It's so much worse. So much worse. But this is, I, I, I would love to start diving into the movie by asking a question. Please. So every, every big critique that I see, and it's rotten everywhere. It's rotten everywhere. All these movies yeah. are rotten. This was the most rotten. So this was the worst. So we have maybe something to look forward to. Does not surprise me. But every time, verbatim, Rotten Tomatoes says, it's bad unless you're a fan. Like this really plays towards the fans of the franchise. I want to say something about this movie in regards to this. Go. I think it was a technological marvel because they were able to stick two number two Ticonderoga pencils in front of a green screen and turn them into humans somehow (laughs) that we were watching. I'm trying to say the acting was wooden. There are scenes in this movie that... It, I've never seen a movie that felt more like a table read for a real movie. Yeah, for real. It was like rehearsal. My question is, is it worth it if it's just for the fans? I can tell you financially. Yeah, 100% it is. Over $700 million worth it. Yes. That is about $699,999, too many dollars. So what though, playing devil's advocate, what makes us love Fast and Furious, which is a fan-fueled okay. Film franchise and hate. Nice. I think, I think, well, I think it's because we're right on the edge of that target demographic for Fast and Furious. Like, Fast and Furious is like, just not the target. Like people who love cars and people who love stuff blowing up. Yeah. I really don't care about cars, but I love to watch stuff blow up in movies. Right. 
for this. I'm, and they've given us characters that yeah. while they're static. I'm not interested in like no. tween romance. Here's what so. I'll say. Fast and Furious knows what it is. It took it a little bit, but it got there. And it understands what it is. And it knows why it's that way. And yeah. it leans into the curve. Twilight is desperately trying to be a Harry Potter alternative. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it feels like it's got that kind of Hunger Games Maze Runner curse of like, well, Harry Potter was great. We need to have something, some other big story for teens to invest in. Yeah. And I think that I think that Twilight really suffers from not being self-aware in the movies and not understanding what it is and why it's that way. Yeah. But then also, I think it has to be writing, directing, and acting. Like, <laughs> and None of those three are very good at really, this, are they? I mean, I, I yeah. just, it's inappropriate. He's- I don't know how he got the job. I really don't. He's he's my super dumb, and I'm not going to do this every time, but I'll definitely do it now. No, I'm proud of your bravery. Because all yeah. he was taught by Fabiano and Burger King was that you say a line and then really aggressively work your jaw muscles, but it must be always at this rhythm. It's constant line, and instead of while you breathe, along with your along with your inhale and exhale, you must work your jaw muscles. Yes. Every time. If you go back and watch it, he does that. Yeah, he really does. Every One of the most bizarre time. performances I've ever seen. I have been, I have enjoyed improv students <laughs> more than what he was able to do. Like, I feel like someone could have stepped in and just on the fly have done better. I, get, I, I, I cannot believe it. Dude's, uh, Guys, dude's shredded it? right up. It's the karate. It's I, the wrote karate. On, I wrote on my notes. The time forty six twenty six, at forty six minutes twenty six seconds, this was the first time the world saw Taylor Lautner's body. He takes his shirt off, okay, to give it to Bella. I think this is such a significant time, yeah, because this is what this is what made two thousand Brazilian well, girls. Lock him in his hotel room. Like all these that crazy moment, stories. Fair enough. It's it, just the shallowness of his fame offends me. Yeah. I think that's why I'm so mad. Because <laughs> with, with somebody like Bieber, he's got the talent. He's there. Oh, yeah. 100%. So I get it. But with Lautner, it's just like, you know how many people have abs in the world? Like you could go yeah. after somebody else. Anyways. No, I'm with you. Yeah. I guess we should go through the plot. I guess we should talk about the movie rather than the bad so. actor that's in it. It starts... Bella's, it, Bella's birthday party. Doesn't huh? it start? Yeah, it starts and we end up at Bella's birthday party and she's she has a nightmare that she's an old lady and that, which I'm, you know what? I'm into. Yeah, I actually that. really liked that element. I'm creative. into the plot line of like, I fear growing old while my love stays young. That is the plot of this movie. That should, like, that's what this movie should be about. Yes. But yeah, I think that's really great. It's a great yeah. element. Yeah. Uh, I I think that's good and all. We get to the birthday party and she's like, I just don't think that I should have a birthday party. And then they throw her one. And uh, man, she gets, she gets a cut the, the on loudest paper cut paper? from some For wrapping paper. paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh. ah! Bad. It's just a little bit of blood. Like she forgot she's with vampires. Yep. And then Jasper's like, oh, I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Which apparently home. he could not dive after her when her like, artery in her leg was severed. Yeah. In the but last the paper movie. cut is too much. It's tough, man. He was having a tough week. Edward overreacts, right? Totally, dude. Big time. Cuts are bad. Yeah. Yeah. Cuts are bad. Yeah. And once again, I am left thinking, man, Carlisle's the interesting character here. Yes, yeah. exactly. As he's removing the glass from her arm and he's fine. And she says, 
how do you keep from doing what Jasper just did? And he says, years of practice. That's what I'm interested in. That's what I want the movie about. That's what I want to know about. Yeah. Please let me watch the years of practice. 100. Like that's what a Twilight prequel called Noon. That's just, that's just Carlisle. High Noon. Being being a, being a, an abstinence vampire. It's so funny. Just call it brunch. It's so <laughs> funny to me that in this story, Stephanie Meyer is clearly accidentally tiptoeing over something so interesting. Yeah. And it's not even, uh, the Volturi I can take or leave. I don't really care about them. Oh, I have opinions about them. Carlisle's time with the Volturi could be interesting. But to me, again, I have to stress, the most interesting thing in Twilight is the vampire who's a doctor and is around blood 24-7 but feels a need to help people and yeah, rejects yes. traditional vampirism out of a desire to help. Yep. Yeah. I love that. That's the interesting story here, right? Yeah. I mean, are we all in agreement? Yes. Like, Continue. that's what I yeah. want to see. Same. So, Edward, the, the, the Cullens leave, right? I mean, they, they just bounce. Yeah, he takes her home and he's like, nah. And then he walks her out into the woods to break up with her because everything important has to happen in the woods in this series. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing important can happen over lunch. It's got to be the woods. He breaks it off and uh, the Cullens are gone, right? They gone. Now, I'm going to go ahead and, and throw a, a, a fork in the road here. A Forks Washington. A Forks in the road. Washington in the road, because and I'm, I don't want to spend a long time on this, but to me, I was watching the first time I watched this, first time I read this, I was hoping that all of these projections that Bella was seeing of, of Edward meant that he was actually nearby and watching and was getting into her mind to show to like stop her from doing things, and I was waiting for the moment where he revealed that he had been nearby the whole time. Yeah. Right? And that but I can't leave you alone. You're the only reason I'm alive if that's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always going to love that. Bella, please don't do this. Bella, please. It's dangerous. Bella, please don't you, do this. Bella, you promise you won't do anything reckless. <laughs> please do not jump off the cliff. It is impossible. Bella, no. There are so many Bella, rocks down no. there. There's a ginger in the ocean. Don't go. <laughs> I'm but, so afraid. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I, I always, I really thought there was going to be a moment where Edward like jumps out of the woods and saves her. Like, I genuinely, I can't leave you alone. You're the only reason I have her being alive. Here's a yes, problem but, I have. So he's what, 109? Didn't he say he had like an age? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Okay. Do you stay eternally immature depending on That's when you were bitten. That's my thing, yeah. right? He has the wisdom of 110 years. He shouldn't act like a teenager. Right. Yeah. And it's so that's funny hard to, to me. That's hard to buy into, I think. Oh my gosh, yes. That's the thing? That's, that's, very, that's <laughs> the one thing that keeps me, no, I don't like Twilight. The very premise of this movie is, uh, okay, my super dumb. <laughs> this movie doesn't matter. It impacts nothing. It doesn't, we could, we could end Twilight and jump into Eclipse with a brief overview of a couple different things and be no worse for wear than we were because of this movie. Mm-hmm. If 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 we ended Twilight with him at prom instead saying, let's take it to a vote with the family. Yeah. Yeah. Then essentially, effectively, we could skip this whole movie. Um, and if we just made Jacob a character in the first Twilight, Rather than just, I mean, yeah, I hear you. I don't think it has to be a character. (laughs) Well, I don't think he has to be a character either, but if we're attached to him being there. Okay, yeah, you're right. Just make it matter in the first movie. We can skip this entire movie because it does nothing. Yeah. Except (sighs) show how bad of a person Bella Swan is. Yeah, they're like, they're like a weird, like dependent relationship. Bella is the villain of this movie. Yes. Whether she plays Jacob. 
There's no excuse yeah. for it. Which yeah. was this is what also sucks about Taylor Lautner. Which it's infinite things that suck about Taylor <laughs> Lautner. But oh, I had a chance to feel sorry for him. Yep. But because I don't like him, right? I don't care. Right? No, dude, he's a chump. Jacob's a chump in this movie, chump. though. But, but I'm telling you, if I'm reading this, like if I, I wish I had had the experience Jordan did to read the books before the movies, I think I would have been a more offended. But if I'm just reading the lines, I yeah. think I my my mind would deliver that better than what he was able to do. I oh, wonder if goodness, he completely yes. changes the arc. Does well, he change the qualities that's what of I asked. Jacob because of how he acts? Again, that's I want to be very clear. Jess, it's been a decade for me. Jess read these. They were, I mean, she loved these books when she was 14, when she was the target audience for them. And, and I've been making a lot of fun of her for that. Don't worry. But I did ask her when we were watching. I was like, is there in the book any compelling reason for her and Jacob to be together? And she honestly was like, I don't remember. It's been so obliterated by the experience of watching this movie. Dead gummit. The, yeah. These stories feel like Stephanie Meyer finished the first Twilight and was like, I would love to do Twilight again. Um, just sort of redo it, but with werewolves instead. Hey, you tricked me. It's my super dump okay. right now. Okay. My super dump is that it's the same movie again. Yeah, it's just that Twilight Bella part falls two. in love with this guy who's mysterious and creepy, but something supernatural is keeping yeah. her from being with him because- He's a monster, but don't worry. Bella's love can keep him from being a real monster. <sighs> it's, it's the same thing again. Irresponsible. You know what we I can tell you about werewolves? Tell me. The same thing Bella told her dad. They're not bears. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're ha- the Cullens leave. She goes, she's depressed and sits in her room and the seasons change via green screen outside anybody else, of her. Anybody else besides me mad that her clothes didn't change during the seasons changing scene? That's how depressed she is, dude. She's been sleeping in those clothes for three months. You know what they tried to do? Months. Hate to bring it up. But Pride and Prejudice did that so well. Yes. When she's swinging and just keeps turning and all it yeah. is is just changing. But anyways. It's that exact scene. Just bad time. this time. Yeah. Yeah. So after the Cullens leave, Bella's like, man, I really need somebody else to uh, pour all of my attention and sadness into. And she chooses 16-year-old Jacob Black. And she says, help me build this motorcycle because I discovered on the back of Sketchy Guy's motorcycle that motorcycles make Edward appear in my brain. Mm. Oh, yeah. Big dump on the fact that she just jumps on Sketchy Guy's motorcycle. It's so stupid. And then she's like, wait, stop the, stop the motorcycle. I'm scared now. And that dude's not like, okay, weirdo. It's and like, also, don't hit Edward. They paint every dude in the world that's not Edward or Jacob as somebody who's like, hey, baby, why don't yeah, you come baby. on down here? Let's yeah, do this. It's bad. It's really it's so bad. strange. But um, doesn't matter to me, Ben. Just jump on my bike. <laughs> J- Jacob lifts an entire motorcycle with just his two arms. Wow, dude, And how she impressive. at no point is like, that's not normal. No, she, she is. Did. She says. No, she I says, know she is. Jacob, you're like, you're like buff. Yeah, that's awful. But no, I, what I'm saying is that like, if I saw somebody pick up an entire motorcycle, I wouldn't be like, whoa, you're buff. I'd be like, get away from me. You're supernaturally strong. No, that's when she decided she was into it because Bella can only love monsters. Oh, maybe that's the message. Maybe she's the monster. Wait, whoa. Is she called Bella because of Belle from Beauty and the Beast? Who actually does fall in love with a monster? Tale as old as time. Probably. Because that's tale. as old as rhyme. Wow. No, for real. I wonder if that's a thing. Anyways. Bella and the Beast. What is tough for me is, remind me the author's name again of Twilight? Stephanie Meyer. Meyer. She does do so many things cool. Yeah. Like, with uh, not so many, but there are some storylines that are great. And that's part of why it was a page turner. Like, I, I think of the Da Vinci Code. 
yeah. as, as something that I read in three days because I was like, oh my gosh, this is so easy. Right now I'm going through Mortal Engines. Uh-huh. Those books, same thing. I mean, it's just, you're just flying through and it's written right. almost Stephen King-like in terms of like, I'm sure a sixth grader could do the same of what I'm doing right now. Yeah. But sometimes those make good movies. Sure. But anyways, sorry. Um, how do you feel Taylor Lautner did in terms of showing that he had, because one of the main veins of the character of Jacob is he's kind of going through werewolf puberty. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you think he portrayed kind of getting angry out of nowhere? Did it feel I real? Was, I knew it was coming and I was still like, what on earth? Like, he's just like, oh, sorry, you were thrown up. But I'll kill you though is the thing. Yeah, what the heck? He's a wimp. You need someone who's a man and can take care of you. And also, <laughs> it's a it's a trope that I didn't know existed and I now hate that gore makes people vomit violently. Right. Yeah. Right now, you're my problem. You want me to put you in a hospital? Like what? You're not hitting yeah. your consonants hard enough. It's like hospital. Hospital? Yeah. Bella? Bella. Yeah. That, Bella. I, could, I could hear the karate chops in those and words. He tries, he, tries, he tries to hold her hand. And they both do. She's like, well, that scene was great. I actually really love the scene where both of their hands are in the It's funny. Hold my I think it's situation. funny. I think, but yeah. I'm talking about out on the staircase. He like holds her hand and she like squirms out and he's like, oh, what? I can't hold your hand. Uh, yeah, dude. Of course. Like she reacts and they're like, no, you can hold my hand if you want. No, that's not what friends do. Friends aren't just like, let me grab your hand real quick for a few minutes. Yeah. That's so yeah. strange, right? Yeah. This, huh, it's so toxic. Like every, every relationship, Bella, Jacob, Bella, Edward, like it's all toxic. And it feels like what, I don't know. It feels like a, a very young and immature middle schooler's idea of true love. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. And, and she's doing, it's like, she'll do these things. I just imagine myself as a 16 year old. If someone said, Sorry, I like somebody else, but then they like kissed my neck to yeah, say goodnight. That's yeah, what a jerk. Well, and here's the thing: this whole movie revolves around the, a concept that I fundamentally disagree with, known as the friend zone. And I think that it's garbage. And I think that it operates based on the idea that a dude is owed something because he was like yep. kind to a person. Yep. And that really frustrates me. But here's what I want to do: I want to talk about our friend zone. I want to talk about our friends here at this podcast. Oh, yeah. That's right. It's time for shout announcements. Shout them out. It's the shout of the time. Our first shout announcement is going to go to Podbean, the place that hosts us. Thank you, Podbean, for letting us host our podcast on your website. Thank you so much for using your lovely, lovely servers. I mean, we pay them for that privilege. It's not like they're like, hey, here you go, guys. What a wait. <laughs> Thanks for letting us pay you, Podbean. Thanks for existing to take a little bit of our money. But I still think Chick Fil A when they give me my sandwich. Fair enough, and it is their pleasure. Dude, another analogy for our podcast on Wednesday. It's what I do. It's what I do. Uh, the other shout announcement that we want to toss out real quick at the beginning is Wax Space. Thank you, Wax Space, for your space. We use it. We love it. Yep. That's where our studio is. It's a cool place to come hang, get some work done. If you're in the Dallas area, you don't have a home office or a place to get things done and you have to get those things done, come over to Wax Space. Get them, get them done here at Wax Space. Uh, we do have some more shout outs. First one goes to Seth Pittman. Uh, Seth. Seth emailed us to our Gmail uh, the link to the Twilight episode of Cinema Sins. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Cinema Sins. I'm not. Yes. They do 
really great, really funny analysis of movies. And theirs on Twilight is particularly brutal because, <laughs> spoilers, I guess, there is so much to pick apart. So much is bad with that movie. So what? Seth, thanks for sending that to really? us. Sins, thank you for doing what you do. Thanks for hating on Twilight with us. Second shout out goes to Stacy Johnson. Uh, Stacy clarified something that I think was was pretty nebulous for the three of us last week. Uh, she sent us a message on Facebook and she said, Rosalie is jealous of Bella. Rosalie is the blonde vampire sister, yep. uh, but not because of Edward. She's jealous of her humanity. She's mean to Bella because she thinks she is stupid for wanting the life she was forced into. Which we'll get we'll get more detail into that. Sure. Later in yeah, the movie. I think it was clarified a little bit in this one. Yeah. And it was clarified a little bit in this one. My my response is still then somebody messed up somewhere along the way and made it look like she wanted Edward and exactly. Bella had him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of call it, but I, I do appreciate. I didn't the, see it, the but input. both of y'all did, so it's definitely a majority. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, we'd also like to ask something of you, the listener. Mm. Would you please rate and review us? That would um, be wonderful. I've actually walked some strangers through the process, and it's really easy. Yeah, it's like, hey, check this out. Just go to your podcast app, give it a little rate, give it a little review, give us a listen. Um, even more than that. And I think everyone knows the intention at this point, but rating and reviewing, if we have X amount of reviews by the end of this year, we then can go through the process of qualification to be Rotten Tomatoes critics. Um, It's everything we want. Yes. It really is. Um, I would like to have you also subscribe. Yes. Um, Y'all can't see my face right now. I can. As the listener, but… What are you doing? Why are you making that face? What's happening to your oh, face? Are I'm you sorry, transforming just, in, No, there's something, something about the, the blood of unsubscribers that kind of gets me… Uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, are you hungrier right now? <sighs> yeah. Genuinely, I'm very hungry. Out or something like that, but, um, <laughs> all that we've done for you this year is give you twice, just about twice about the one, amount of episodes. About 1.5 times. And all you have to do. Right, fight it. Fight it. Years of practice. <sighs> all you have to do is just... Carter. Sorry, I'm holding my nose down. Yeah, don't smell it. All you have to do is just subscribe. Just click a button and subscribe and then you're good. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Um, If you don't subscribe. Carter. I can get you an appointment with the Voltari to rip your head off. (gasps) I knew it was coming and I didn't want to, I didn't want to admit it to myself. And that was shout now. (laughs) (laughs) What a good transition. Stop. And we're back right where we left off we're talking back. about we're back talking about Twilight New Moon. Are we still on that one? We are no. still on that one. And what Halfway I want to talk there. about is werewolf puberty. <laughs> okay. Um how do y'all feel about the reveal? Do how do you feel? It so wasn't. We, we well, wasn't hold up. We've seen a lot of good like werewolf changes, right? I mean like we had Lupin in Harry Potter. Uh, we had, I guess it wasn't a werewolf change. It, but it was, was an Bjorn. animal change, yeah. but Bjorn changing into a We've bear. We've seen a lot of animorphing Can on we, our show. It, what, how do we rank the werewolf it's animal? It's my super pump for this movie. Wow. Really? Okay. I think it looked awesome. I was about to say it's the worst one I've ever seen. <laughs> really? No, <laughs> I think, I think it looks great. Pops. He kind of just explodes into a wolf. Yeah, I think it looked great. I, I loved the the clothes like ripping as they changed. Like I think it looked cool. When they come back, are they naked or do the jorts come with the wolf? No, it's magic jorts. It's magic jorts. They stay forever. They're Hulk jorts? Yeah. It's uh Doge is not happy with these answers. It's anti-rated R jorts. Fair right. enough. It's no, like I, just having them naked. Right. Which would make the most sense. But no Sure. Sense. Sure. And would probably what make if, the most money. What if they transform and the jorts transform with them and all of the werewolves were wearing jorts? That would be better. 
Do y'all remember the exclamation of uh, some of Jacob's little cousins or whatever they are, the other werewolf boys, once Bella found out that that he's a werewolf? Why don't you tell me about that? I do remember it. But I think I it's the standalone it. best line of any movie of all time. Oh, gosh. Well, I guess the wolf's out of the bag. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just I'm about to Do you, imagine I guess being the up. wolf's out of the Imagine bag. being a writer who came up with that and just like, guys, I've cracked it. Guarantee, guarantee he when high-fived they, himself. When they did the read-through, do people just die laughing? Do they think it's just the Dude, funniest? There were so many times most charming thing. So many times in this movie where I laughed, like, and, and I'm not trying to be like a, a cranky critic like Mr. Brody, but right. like I like, laughed at the movie. I laughed at the movie. Like when he took his shirt off yeah. because Bella hit her head. Like he took his entire shirt off. Like ripped part of it off. Man. Or when about- they say the wolf's out of the bag. I laughed out loud because these are yes. so stupid. But like, I think it's so fortunate that, and I know I keep bringing it up, but it feels not quite the same vein, but somewhere in the same genre. But with Fast and Furious, I think it's so fortunate <laughs> that we did that first. Right, yeah. Because you do, and I'll, I'll continue to say, it's one of the best series to listen to from beginning to end because you do see us have this turn. There is like a this moment, about yeah. face of like, wait a second. Okay, we're in. Yeah. But, and that's all to show you that Twilight also has this chance for us, right? It, it could sure. do that even I, now. I'm it honestly could've. hoping that it does. Right. Mm. And so that's just to your point, Doge, that we're not trying to be intentionally cranky because we think that's going to be what you like to listen to. No, of course not. But it's a, we're just trying to be honest. And this is how I honestly feel. It doesn't seem to have as much hope as Fast and Furious. There is is a whole scene. Which I never thought I'd say. There's a whole scene where Bella and Edward, or sorry, Bella and Jacob are standing in, sorry, Bella and Jacob are standing in the woods because where else are you going to have an important scene? Exactly. And they're talking about the whole werewolf situation and genuinely, you could have taught that line to two razor scooters and thrown them on the ground in the middle of a forest You're and so had the same scene. Like, it's truly just as though two inanimate objects have just come to life and tried to have a conversation with one another. Can I confess something, though? Please. I still don't think Kristen Stewart as Bella is awful. I, I'm starting to think that it's the writing. Yeah, I still I mean, she don't can't think cry. That. She, when when Edward dumps her, she doesn't cry. Right. She just scrunches her face up and goes. Eh. She cries like she cries like Portia's character in Arrested Development. Yes, where absolutely. She just tries to force the tear out and I can't know. quite get it. Yep. It's so tough, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm loving the timing of all of our past podcasts and stuff too, because I went from Daniel Radcliffe to DJ Tanner to yeah, Taylor it's quite Lautner. The, ping, the ping pong game, huh? And I just I don't know. I think I think I do need to see more of a branching out of emotion. Yeah. I don't know. I think I needed to see more um high speed tree climbing and <laughs> racing to the tops of mountains and stuff. Sounds like you reveals. want some more vampires. I think so. Yeah. I think that this movie is so vampire light and it turns around because or sorry, it, it it all comes back around to the fact that this is just Twilight again, but this time with werewolves. Yeah. yeah. It, what's what's the machine that like reads your heart rate that's like all EKG, in all the right? good things like Beep. Is that an EKG? Beep. Sure. We'll call it an EKG. And we'll say our EKG goes from zero to 10. On the EKG of plot or of like action or of like your actual heart rate throughout the movie, 
what do you think the majority, like what's your average on that? Zero. Man, this is the most- I think I got yeah, one or two. I'm mostly flatlined. Yeah. Yeah, just because I'm saying the whole vibe of this movie, not just the filter that they've used for like Portland, yeah. like the whole vibe of this movie could be something I could intentionally like, man, having trouble sleeping. I didn't bring my sound machine with white noise. I could just play this on about 10% on my phone yeah, and fall asleep to it. And I think we're, we're noticing yeah. that even in our discussion, like our, our speed is kind of flagging. We haven't made it through a lot of this movie, but really nothing happens in this one until the, the last like 20 minutes. Most this, people talk at this, like it's this top. It's like this. It's yeah. right here. But the talk These like two this. movies both are just Mad Libs of each other where the, <laughs> no, the nouns are whited out and they have just written werewolf over the top of it. That's great. So let's talk about some of the stuff that's unique to this one then. So, so we've got the Voltari and we've got Edward. It's, sorry, it's Volturi. Whatever. And Edward wants to kill himself so he can't be with Bella. Because, because he, he thinks Bella's dead. Because he thinks Bella's because dead. Because Jacob answered Guys, her house phone. And something that I'm going to say, and I don't want it to be touchy, but I just want it to, like, I don't know if something that appeals so much to teens that you should have a plot line with suicide. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yep. That really, really bothered me. Because they never addressed that that was not a good idea. Yeah. No, that, on, that's what on, I'm saying. The that's only I'm reasoning saying. for, hey, don't kill yourself is I'm still alive. Not, hey, maybe don't not, ever do don't that. Don't ever kill yourself. Yes. yes. Yeah. The the answer is well, because we're you were to- your reasoning ended up being wrong. So you shouldn't do it. It was never like... Like, please don't ever do this again. Yeah. Because we're trying to be supernatural Romeo and Juliet, though. Right. Like, I, I out loud as they were watching Romeo and Juliet in class, I was like, oh, that's pretty subtle. Right. Because they're watching and Edward's like, must be lucky to get to die when you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what, though? I do. I want to say I have a genuine problem with the way that this movie sort of paints suicide. Um, yeah. Even in the Romeo and Juliet scene at the beginning. Yeah they paint it as not only a valid option, but a beautiful option. And I just disagree yeah. fundamentally. And that's, not even I'm, that's not, I'm not making a stand here. I don't think that's a surprising. Well, that's a poor reading of William Shakespeare. Like, yes. sure. like what he's not saying is this is a beautiful love story. It's this he's is painting two idiots. This is a tragedy of two stupid people. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he even says something along the lines of that and still is like, but it must be nice to die whenever you want. And that's a concept that I would love to explore in a book that's not geared towards impressionable teenagers. Exactly. And I, I'm speaking this way as a former former impressionable teenager. I just think that's problematic when we're writing stories for um, young adults and teenagers where we are glorifying in any way Any kind suicide. of self-harm. Right. Yes. And even at this point too, it had momentum. I mean, it was very famous. Yeah. And you now have, you're using all of the weapons to have complete control of the reader's emotion. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you've done, I think, yeah, that's, I think what made it so offensive to me was the power that the author already had. I agree. And then they went this way. Well, and on top of that, I mean, I can look back and think of, especially as a middle school, high schooler around this time, I can think of the effect that these books had on the way that romance happened in yeah. middle school and high school and just the way that people viewed relationships. Yeah. And if it, if it was affecting things in that way, why wouldn't it affect the way that somebody, you know, I, and I'm, I'm being a little more serious here because I'm only just now thinking about how much I hate this yeah, yeah, and about how problematic I think this probably could at least be and might have been for some people mm-hmm. who are impressionable and said, well, if my favorite vampire story says that that's a valid option, you know, I, I just think it requires you as an author to say, what what message am I delivering and to who? Yeah. 
Yeah, we haven't talked about that a ton on the podcast, but like you, as an author, you do have that responsibility. I agree. And as a storyteller, like, like every every story that you tell, whether you explicitly moralize or 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 whatever, like there is a a message and a, a set of actions that you're saying is right and a set of actions that you're saying is wrong with right, every story. Sure. And when we include suicide and any kinds of self harm in the in the category of things that are right and good and okay, then yeah. We're misusing the power of art. Well, and I think that's what's dangerous, particularly in this kind of story, because I, I have, not only do I have no problem with gray area in stories, I prefer it. I love stories yeah. that live in the gray, but this is not that type of story. This is a, a fairly black and white story. Right. And and I think you're absolutely right. When you make a hard yes and no on moral decisions and plant suicide on the yes side, it's just frustrating to watch. Yeah, yeah very much so. And, you know, I, it's never painted as... We, the audience, I don't think are ever supposed to interpret it as a good thing. Right. But still, that's how it's portrayed. Yeah. I mean, as the audience too, no matter what team you're on, you don't want him to do that. Right. Like, that's why they make it so intense when she's running through Italy. Right. And he's about to be I just, glittery. I think I could even be more okay if she came to him and said like, hey, even if I was gone, don't do this. Yeah. yeah. And I think this, I think this is problematic because this, the Twilight series paints a very unhealthy relationship. And I know we've joked about that and other things like suicides, but like the relationship that they have is not good. And I think that's frustrating for me as a viewer now at the age that I'm at watching and going, I don't want to root for them to get together right. because they are bad for each other. Right. And not in like a cute, like, oh, mutually assured destruction. Like, it's not that. It's not quirky. It's like, this is codependent and dangerous. Yeah. And, uh, and Bella's a bad person. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to kind of take us another route. A couple of things that I meant to say that just seemed like this doesn't make sense. Um, kind of early on when uh, Alice is giving Bella a present for her birthday. Right. And we see that Jasper, we've kind of discovered his power, which I guess is mood. Mood? You mood, can control like your mood. mood manipulation, yeah. yeah. Yeah, mood manipulation. So in the middle of the high school commons area, and again, the Cullens have given... Bella a lot here. And they're saying, please keep our secrets. She yells to Jasper, stop with the mood thing. Yeah. as Like, stop using your superpowers. That was stupid. Yes. Also, I want to say, I hope that someday I have something called the Carlisle effect to where someone is like, man, you look 10 years younger than you should. You should probably move. <laughs> For real. What a good compliment. We're going to have to get out of here. Yeah. Right? Because there's some specific people. Shout out to, and I don't know if he listens but this would be embarrassing. I know a man named, by the name of Mike Trozo that looks 10 or more years younger than he actually is, to which I envy it. But, but he nobody's saying, this is fishy, even though we're so in the dark about vampires, we still kind of think you might be one. I'm saying that. I'm saying, Mike, pack up and move. You need to move now. You look like a baby. Get out. <laughs> I don't even know who this is. It's a face swap. I like don't you even do know a, who this is. Yeah. Uh, but, speaking of vampires... Uh, what's her name? Victoria. Victoria. She's Victoria. back in this one, and but she, barely. She swims in the ocean, which no, yes, they I can't the do that. Because yes. of how much we brought this up last time. I hate it. They are just breaking down all the. They're not rules. vampires. No, yeah. and no. Uh, she bonks her nog underneath the water. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, question though. Cliff what keeps werewolves from going into Canada? We chased her all the way to the Canadian border. Why did you stop? Oh, that's a great chasing question. her. Was there like someone like there's like a, <laughs> somebody like oh no, I can't have those big uh, 
we can't have no big dogs in here. I'm so sorry. Um, I wish you could, but you know the rules. I hope the Kelly um, family is listening to this. Can't have the werewolves right in here. No, I'm so sorry, hon. You can't be here. But like they they let vampires in. But they're like yeah, the is werewolves is like thing. stop at the Canadian border. <laughs> Don't go any further. Is it Maybe they, they're, it's out of their jurisdiction. They get stuck in the maple. Like what? It, <laughs> it's like, too sappy. Well, turn around. I can't stop eating these trees. <laughs> It's I've got so sap stupid. in my fur. Yeah. Herb. Oh, sorry. Hey, actually, no, though, you can't. I want to rewind about an hour 30 in this movie. Okay. When Sam brings Bella out of the woods, if I'm her dad, I'm going, hey, weirdo, why are you bringing my daughter to me when you're mostly naked? Yeah, put a shirt on. What's your deal? <sighs> the jorts aren't enough. Like, come on. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm immediately saying, hey, how about you put my daughter down and leave town even? You look too young. Are they? Are yeah, they? You look too are young. the young werewolves worse than Taylor Lautner? Yes. I don't know. Yes. I think Taylor's the worst of all because he doesn't have maybe as much of an excuse just because of age. That's that's his thing. Is that he he is worse in the sense of we expect more from him, but I think on an objective scale they are worse. <sighs> okay. Well, I mean, we're talking about the werewolves. I haven't super pumped yet. My super pump is the fact that you can tell the werewolves apart. Like when they're fighting and stuff. Like I think it could oh, have, like their colors. It could have really easily gone a Transformers one route where everything just looks like the exact same gray bits of CG, but werewolves did look distinct. Yeah. Did I say that the werewolf transformation was my super pump? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I wanted yeah, to make sure. Because remember, then I said it's the worst one I've ever seen. I wanted to make sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. you remember that? Remember that? You remember disagreed? when I said I didn't believe you? Well, I guess that's the movie. Uh, we'll go ahead and rate it now. <laughs> No, we have to talk about the Volturi in Italy. And it is good for us to talk about that. Um, Why did they include the part where we clarified that Alice stole a car? Why does that matter? Mm, it doesn't. Also, so, why does she have like a driving ascot? Yeah, I have no idea. So we get to Italy and, <laughs> and Edward is asking the, the vampire council to kill him. And they said, no, we like your gift. I will, I'm going to say a super pump though. Uh, I will say Michael, uh, I think it's Michael Sheen who plays Arrow. Like the- The main guy? Yeah. Main guy. yeah. He's a super pump. Yeah. He's, he's played, guy. I think on the opposite end though, he wasn't he a werewolf in the series with Mia Jovovich? No, Kate Beckinsale. What's that series? Uh, Underworld? Uh, Underworld. Underworld. I think he's a werewolf in Underworld. Really? Which is really funny. And now he's a vampire now. Huh. But I kind of got to look at him and say, hey, okay, this makes sense because you're a, an experienced actor. And in, in comparison to everyone else, yeah, experienced actor. Might as well yeah. be Meryl Streep. But I really did kind of like the way he played the role of a villainous sure. vampire. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. Because I'm, I'm really also comparing to other people playing vampires in this movie. And the adult baby that was next to him, I hated. Um, the I blonde not, guy? Yeah, I did not like that I guy. liked the other one, though, that <sighs> just looked in yeah, anguish. He's fine. He fine. And I, I like Dakota Fanning, actually. I think mm -hmm. she was very creepy and good. She was. Um, That's who that was. I was like, she looks yeah. so familiar. Dakota yeah. Fanning. Yeah. Dakota Fanning. Uh, they spent so long having Edward just writhe around in pain on the floor. Also, were his abs painted? I think his abs were painted. It looked a little bit. Did I it? don't think those Do were you feel real like abs. They had to say, "Hey, let's do. We need to kiss of Taylor." I wonder if he was like, far. "Can I please just get a little something?" Taylor Lautner added thirty pounds between the two movies. Did he really? Yeah. Was well, why he got so buff? He's like he's like buff or something. Yeah, so this this sequence of the Volturi is is just about the only part of the movie that I was paying attention, like like really engaged in. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I was definitely paying attention. Obviously, I have a big responsibility as a podcast. But like this is the stuff that was interesting to me. Yeah. I I spent a good amount of time in the slow-mo scene that went on for 45 hours of Bella running through the fountain to Edward. I spent a good amount of time yelling at the screen saying, scream. All you have to do is yell. You're eight feet from him. Just say, hey, it's me, Bella. I'm almost to you. Like, instead of just like, no. Like, all you have to do is yell. He knows what your voice sounds like. Or wave or jump. Yeah. Pretty much any of those. Splash some water on him. Throw something at him. Because it's not going to hurt him. Throw garlic yeah. at him. Tackle yeah. him instead of hugging him. Put a stake in his heart. Show him a crucifix. Him. Yeah, he's totally fine with he's all totally that He's totally fine with all, all that All that cool stuff vampires love. Oh my gosh, I hate So it. the important thing, I mean, the thing of consequence here is that uh, Bella, Alice says, I've seen her future and she becomes one of us. Right. right. Essentially, right? I mean, that's the which reason. The this, future this, scene where she runs through the woods in a sundress barefoot, which <sighs> like, you know, vampires do. Yeah. Not good. No. Yeah, so again, I think you're right. That could have been at the end of the first Twilight. Easy. Like, Easily. Alice, like, imagine the first Twilight. Alice is staying away from her. Like she wants to hang out with Alice. Alice won't talk to her. And she finally towards the end says, why won't you talk to me? And Alice yeah. breaks down and says, I've seen your future. You become one of us. And I don't want that for you because yeah. this is awful. Oh, and, and we can get rid of Rosalie at that point. She can be Rosalie. gone. Like, yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, and I think because we are going to see the Voltari again, that we could have done more of their backstory in another movie too. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just trying to say- In the like, first movie, we yeah, could have said, all the reasons it doesn't We could have seen the painting of Carlisle in the first movie and yeah. said like, let's dive into this right now. Yeah. This is so clearly an example of author writes book, then author decides should be series. Right. Yeah. Spicy take, don't need werewolves at all in this franchise. Not even close. So far, we don't need werewolves at mm. all. I, I, I think they were supposed to just be a world fleshing out thing until- New Moon happened and she said, let me just do the first book again. They don't need to be werewolves. They can just be vampire hunters. Yeah, that could work too. Yeah. Like Belmonts or- uh, The Van Helsings or something. Yeah. 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 Um, But we see a scene that I think is played up for laughs, but uh, the the implication is horrifying of the woman leading an entire tour group to their death in the middle of this (laughs) chapel. It's It's so weird. It's really bad. And I, so I will pump on um, every now and then, they're not consistent, but some of the fight scenes are actually kind of cool and a little more creative. But sure. I did when when the Edwards defending Bella against the massive vampire. Yeah, there were some cool aspects to that that I actually kind of enjoyed in yeah. terms of that fight. Uh, we also forgot to say uh, when Laurent comes back in the field and Bella is the worst liar in all of human history. Lie, lie harder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, lie hard. You're going to have to lie to him. <laughs> it's rough. It's really rough. But Bella, then, no, don't do the it. The werewolves kill him, so we learn werewolves. Pro- ah, this this whole thing is such a mess, and it really does feel like, man, Twilight was pretty good, huh? Maybe I should make another one of those. This movie sort of feels like you made a pepperoni pizza, and then at the end of it, you were like, oh, you know what? This pizza would be better if it also had sausage. Let me put it back in the oven to cook it again. With Like there's yeah. no need for it. You're rehashing yeah. for something that wasn't necessary for the final product. And like the circle back is just completely unne- unnecessary. Yeah. yeah, I totally I agree. agree. So, so Edward doesn't kill himself. Bella's future is to be a vampire. Well, I mean, also I think a big twist to the plot is no one has any kind of effect on Bella. Right. Bella oh, is yeah. immune. And that's great. I like that's that. That's cool. I like, I like that. Um, You've given me something interested in like that I want an answer to. There's I, a lot of things I don't want an answer it's to. It's been a long time. Point. I want to be very clear. I 
do not remember a satisfying reason or conclusion to why she. It might it might exist. I haven't watched it in a long time, so let's let's find out. But like we are going to find out together. Spoiler alert: I do not remember a satisfying like this is why. Uh, Metaclorians. Yeah, it's probably, probably Metaclorians. So uh, the movie ends with her getting voted on, um, and we have the first scene where Rosalie is worth anything, where she steps forward and says, "Yeah." Thank you for saving my brother. I value you. I'm learning to love Sports you. Sports vampires. I don't want this though. More thumbs down. He's heading down. Marshmallows. On my list. Like, you guy. better believe it, sister. Or whatever he says and like hugs yeah. her. Yeah. Alice's whole thing was like, Jasper's good. I already, I th- Jasper, again, Jasper, Jasper and coming Jasper in and Alice. She's just doing what she can with the lines, but I think that couple yeah. is good. Jasper's whole thing where he's like, it would be awesome to not want to eat you every time I see you. Right. That's so good. It's funny. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Uh, again, a movie where. And you know what? You know who's not get, gotten any love from us yet? Um, what's her name? Es- Esme? The wife? Yeah. Carlisle's wife? She's great, man. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. But a she's, movie yeah. that's about Carlisle and I think her name is Esme or Es. Uh, uh, but a movie about the two of them and their children, Jasper and Alice, is all I want at this yeah, point. Sure. I'm good. I don't yeah. know anything else. Yeah. I'm down. But Jasper's almost like… That's that's what's weird too is what how ha- like how long has Alice been turned? But Jasper's a recent turn, so he's probably twenty four. I wish I just saw more gaps in maturity, but I guess we don't have to do that. Right. You know that's that's part no, of too. Of like a lot of it is with the Edward thing of like where did your where yeah. did you become oblivious to sense for a century? Yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you make good. bad decisions just like most 110 year olds. So, how does this movie end exactly? So they, they vote on Bella. She's going to be a vampire. She's going to wait till after graduation, and then she as goes and has an important go scene in the woods. Oh my gosh, she Edward does, doesn't she? Say you he will. wants to talk to me. I need to go meet him in the woods for uh, the conversation. Listen to me under one condition. Let's make a deal. Five years, three. You are so stubborn. One condition, marry me. Yeah, and is that it? Was that, is that well, how no, it? There's a fight. Like he and he uh, and Jacob almost oh, get yeah. in a fight. Neither of you. Okay, here, hold up. Neither of you can hurt me without. Neither of you can hurt each other without hurting me. <laughs> yeah, that, pretty much. That was, that was real, real crap. We just played a clip. Yeah, that <laughs> was basically real crap. And then and then Edward, DVD. one condition, you have to marry me. And then Bella goes, and it cuts to black. Literally, she does this little baby cough and it cuts to black. Not Jacob Black, the color black, but it cuts to right, black. Right, sure. Are they still in the woods at this point? Or are they back in the car? No, they're in the woods. They're still in the woods? Marry me. And then it's the end. And then black. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Huh? I mean… <laughs> what a turd. Yeah, it's a dumpster fire. Uh, should we review… Or sorry. Let's review this movie now. Let's yeah, talk about the fine. whole thing. No, should we rate this movie? Is it time? Yeah. Well, we here at Two Chunks and a Hunk have invited it for 2019 science back into the picture. Thank you, science, for being here. We appreciate it. Percolate. With the scientific cinema scale, trademark, copyright, all rights reserved for Two Chunks and a Hunk, LLC. And it is as follows. The best thing that we can ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy, buy that, that poster. poster. The next best thing that we can say is buy it. After that, it's going to be rented. That's followed by stream it and then forget it. And last but certainly not least, the worst thing that we could ever say about a movie. God, God hath forsaken us. I'm going to go first. This movie is an easy forget it. Just toss it out the window. As you drive, let it fly into the wind. Litter. And litter. Be done. litter. It's biodegradable. Litter. Don't litter worry. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's completely safe. It's like yeah. a banana peel. But yeah. uh, 
There's just no need. There's no need for any part of this movie. Uh, all of it could have been done better in smaller portions sprinkled throughout the rest of the movies. I There's no purpose. I'm going to say forget it for the exact same reasons. Okay, this is, fair this enough. is the most unnecessary sequel I have ever seen. I'm sitting here thinking I know what I'm going to say. But then I'm, I'm a couple ticks away from even being worse. Oh, wow. And I'm trying to say what… Where's the saving grace? Yeah. What does not make this a God has forsaken us for me? Wow. Okay. I was in that same boat. Have you I, given one of these before? I don't think I ever have. And I think this might be my first one. Wow. But God has forsaken us. Okay. This movie… Oh, it's just, an, it's just such a nauseating balance of… I know it's trying not to be a B movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it made 700 and something million dollars. Yeah. And I'm just offended. Mm-hmm. On behalf of taste. On behalf of taste. And again, I, I realize fans, chunkies, I'm not, I, I'm not coming from a place that knows the story well. I'm not coming, but I'm coming from a place of the person who's been given access to a movie theater. Sure, yeah. You have see a movie. the ability to watch and listen to things. And it's just not a good movie. Correct. It's not a good movie. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Wow, okay. God hath forsaken us. Okay, I respect it. Very interesting. Well, I guess you can probably tell the tension in the air here in the studio as we reflect on what awaits us next week. Another Twilight movie. More Twilight. We're not even halfway there. We're not. The halfway point lies somewhere halfway in the middle of the next movie. (laughs) Yeah. That is wild to think about. Goodness gracious. There's a lot more Twilight that we have to watch, and there's a lot more Twilight that we would love for you to listen to. What's the next one? Twilight Curfew? Yeah, it's Twilight Twilight Curfew, and then after that, I think it's uh, Twilight Closing Time. One last time. One last call for alcohol. Twilight Twilight After Party Part 2. Yeah, and then after the party, it's the after party. and Yeah. After the party, it's the hotel lobby, and (sighs) around about 12, they got to clear the lobby. I can't wait until Twilight. Hotel lobby to come out. Yeah, same. It's gonna be so good. Twilight, Twilight, seven a.m. Waffle House run is gonna be so yeah. awesome. Oh man, I can't wait. Twilight brunch. Yep, it's that's just, the Carlisle prequel. Again, I'm here for it. I yeah. want it so bad. Carlisle prequel for sure. Let's let's sit. Let's spend some time and try and write some Carlisle fan fiction that's better than Carter already started. That's true. That's why he's the home. Oh yeah, no, your story's gonna be so great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would like to finish this episode. By erasing our memories. And in black style. Nice. And in black style. And the only way to, re- to erase a memory is to replace a memory. So I want us to each think of one scene from this movie that would be better served if it was spliced in from another scene from a completely different series of movies. Amazing. I'm Jordan. And instead of cliff diving, I would prefer if Bella tried to summon the spirit of Edward by driving two cars through the middle of a city, trailing a giant vault behind them and causing a trail of destruction wherever she goes. Amazing. I'm Doge, and I would love this movie a whole lot more if when she's spending time with Jacob, instead of fixing motorcycles, she's riding his back while he's a big wolf and he's going fast up mountains and climbing trees and jumping really far. Okay. Like if, if we're going to copy Twilight 1, let's just let's copy just Twilight it. 1. Let's just do it. That, that would actually be pretty great. Yeah, that would be great. Um, wolf back riding. <laughs> wolf back riding. Um, I'm Carter and imagine Bella saying, Hey Jasper, stop with the mood thing. She's got her present. That's got her new dress in it for her birthday. She's walking out. They're leaving the school and gets Regina George by a bus. 
Oh. It just gets destroyed. Mean Girl style. Yeah, so then now we've added a new vein to where, well, maybe she should be a vampire so she can walk again. This She is so clumsy. Interesting. She's so clumsy is the thing. There it is. Wow. Twilight. Truly a wonderful exercise in creativity. Thank you all so much for joining us. I'll be your host next week. Be sure to tune in next time for Two Chunks and a Hug. And if you look in the mirror and don't see yourself, you're probably not a vampire because they can see themselves. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.